Welcome to the Tech Table, where we discuss all things university, life, and most importantly, tech, bringing you on our career journey and sharing our experiences along the way. Join us for laughs, real talk, and moments of relatability. The Tech Table with Mary and Natalie. Grab a seat and join us around the Tech Table. Today, we'll be discussing tech apprenticeships. So hi guys, today we have a special guest, Venus, who is currently doing a degree apprenticeship and she's going to tell us a bit about her experience. So thank you so much, Venus, for joining us today. Um, So if you could just briefly tell us about yourself, what year you're in your degree apprenticeship, what the course is and where you're doing it, and then just kind of briefly tell us about what a degree apprenticeship actually is. Thank you for having me. Um, So I'm currently doing a degree apprenticeship in consulting digital consulting specifically um i'm in my third year i'm in my second year of the study side of the program and it's four years in total so usually people finish well the people i started with will be finishing their degree this year but they'll still have another year for development and other parts of just learning um but i'll be finishing both at the same time nice that sounds pretty cool so like so for me personally, right, when I was on this journey from deciding what I wanted to do after fixed form, I feel like apprenticeships weren't like I was kind of raised like, oh, uni's the next stage after sick form. So was there like a specific reason why you chose apprenticeships? Was it did you kind of go through the journey of thinking, oh, like uni is the only option and then someone kind of raised it to you? Like what was your journey into finding out about apprenticeships or degree apprenticeships? And how did you go about applying to this? Because it's not obviously not the traditional route. Yeah, so I had no idea apprenticeships, well, degree apprenticeships in particular existed. I knew there were apprenticeships, but I thought it was more trades-focused, more hands-on, yeah. where, whether it's beauty or um, yeah, building maybe. But I didn't know that there were tech apprenticeships or just any sort of more formal um, professional services apprenticeships. So I took a gap year because I was part of SEO scholars after leaving secondary school. So they would send um, me like week weeks internships and insight days to go to and then one day I got an email about um, a gap year internship and I was never considering a gap year either Mm. I thought okay why not apply for that Um, I applied for that internship which was also in consulting um, and through that I found out about apprenticeships because I wanted to know how I could stay on um, without going to uni and I found out that there were apprenticeships um, at the firm so those the apprenticeship at that that particular place was in software engineering which I'm not interested in really um, mm. so I thought okay how can I do something more business focused but still basically the same thing so through um, that internship I found out that there were some people that kind of switched pathways but they had to apply as a software engineer um, right. So that didn't seem like the typical, it wasn't a typical route and it was kind of a bit sneaky. So I thought, let me just apply for something mm-hmm. that is advertised as business consulting um, apprenticeship. So I found, I looked for others online and applied for a variety of others. Um, and then I, I ended up getting a place for one. Amazing. And like, did you like, so just during your degree apprenticeship so far, like, did you ever think about switching to uni 
or yes. have okay and I'm, I'm, and why that's the question why um because i never really wanted to do an apprenticeship right um mm. it wasn't something i was like dying to do straight out of sixth form like a lot of people now want to do it's definitely become much more of a desirable thing mm-hmm. um whereas for me i i wanted to go to uni and study um sociology econ and politics that was what i it was like a mixed course that i wanted to study um so i had my offer for that but then i thought why why stay in london it was it feels kind of stupid looking back why stay in london and not be paid because i have to stay at home <laughs> live, live at home and then not be like basically be secondary school sixth form all over again for another three years yeah, <laughs> yeah i, I thought that. okay I've got two routes. I've got my offer for uni. I can stay in London, go to a good school um, and enjoy my course. Or I can do something that seems exciting. I've done it for a year. I've enjoyed the um, work socials and meeting new people. Um, and I'll probably end up in consulting or some sort of other sort of business um, profession um, based on certain unis are just being in London that's kind of the typical route anyway so I thought why not just go straight into it yeah um so that was why I decided to do it it wasn't something I'd always wanted to do if I didn't do that gap year internship I definitely wouldn't have considered apprenticeships at all I wouldn't have even known about them wow it's so cool how we just randomly spot things like we're not taught these things just they just end up on our laps which is quite good as well so like how did you kind of go about applying for it? Like, and did you find the process easy, difficult? I found it quite confusing, especially mm-hmm. because even within a company, there's so many different departments. Yeah. And you won't know until you get there what the distinctions are, how easy it is to cross over, because the application process is the same. If it's consulting, no matter where you are within that consulting bubble, you have to do the same application process. It's not necessarily a different one if you're in this specific niche versus a different one. So knowing, okay, which one do I apply to? What sort of work do they do? Was quite difficult and it's not really clear. Um, And also just knowing what, what is actually done within that space as well, because I knew a bit about consulting, but I didn't really understand it still, even after doing, um, an internship prior so those that didn't do an internship which was basically everyone else how mm. how would they know yeah what to go for whether they were leaning towards tax or consulting how would they it would just be a flip of the coin really to pick right. your specific area and then also just generally where you want to sit within a company so so obviously your thing is a degree apprenticeship like what was so a traditional route of applying for a job like specifically in tech you would typically have for a grad role that is you typically have obviously like the initial application then if you get through that then probably some sort of quiz or like some sort of challenge for well I'm speaking from a technical point of view then you'd probably have like an assessment center and then maybe they'll let you know if you've got the job or not was the process similar for a degree apprenticeship or like what were the stages was there only an application like what were the steps you kind of went through um, so initially just applying on the website with the sort of boxes of why do you want to do it mm. so on and so forth and based and you put in your school details as well um, with the current qualifications you have and then there was a 
activity-based app you had to get where you did um, video answers right. and tasks as well. So you had to type out things um, and it was quite interactive. So you had to do that stage as well. Then if you pass that, then you do the assessment center mm -hmm. uh, where you do group-based activities. They see how you are in person. And then after that, you do an interview as well. And that was with a um, partner at the firm. So that was quite scary. Um, you had yeah. to prepare a presentation. Um, but luckily, the one I had, she didn't really ask that many questions. She just wanted to know about my internship and how I found it um, okay. and what I sort of did. So luckily, I had something else to deter away from the fact that I don't actually know much <laughs> yeah. about consulting. Um, but yeah. I know that's so, great. Do you think that, like, in order to get into consulting, like, do you think it's fine if you have no idea or would you suggest to people, like, to kind of do their research before? Or is it just more kind of showing interest and, like, just your personality and your interest in tech? Mm. Um, I think it's definitely a mix of everything because okay. if, you don't, if you don't have any research, then it, when, when they ask you why do you want to do it in it's the true. application form <laughs> online or in person even, you'll have nothing to say. Yeah. And if you do your research, you'll find out if you like something or not. And why would you want to apply for something that you really, really don't like based on some research? Because you can find out something that could turn you off That's from true. the industry. So, so it's it's kind of a double-edged sword. You have to do what's right for you. Um, but also with personality as well, if you connect with the person, mm. then you can make it easier to kind of get through interviews or assessment centers asking about the people you're um kind of you're against your it's kind of a competition but at the end of the day these people could end up being your colleagues like quite a few right. people from my assessment center um ended up joining as well so it was nice kind of knowing them from day dot literally so oh that's so nice you just, you just never know so don't try and one up on people or anything no, good okay. advice. Good that advice. Is great advice. <laughs> it is so true. Because at the end of the day, is for example, assessment centers, they really do test your team working skills, like how you are in the group as well. So it's definitely not every day, oh, like I need to be better than you, I need to be better than you. Like honestly, focus on your own path and at the same time create relationships in the journey. Cause like you said, you don't know who you'll be working with at the end of the day. So love that tip. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess my question is now like I know you're still in it, like you're still in your degree apprenticeships so far. Do you have any key lessons or key highlights you want to share? Um, maybe like your favourite experience so far or like key lessons that you've learned from mistakes you may have made or just lessons that you've been taught from people you're working with? Mm. Um, so a lesson that I'm still learning is time management. Oh, oh, the oh, 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 oh. Not that point. Where will we learn? Where Ooh. will we learn? It feels like I'll never learn it, but each day I get a new chance to try and make it right, but it doesn't work. <laughs> but I'm still here. I've not been I've not been um fired, I've not left yet, so I feel like it's working enough. You're doing it's well. working enough. Yeah. But for sure trying to prioritize like your own social life and your own well-being versus mm -hmm. um your day-to-day -day work and there's always side of desk roles as well which mm -hmm. is another thing i think is really important because your project is what you're doing at the moment but that side of desk task you're doing could be your next role could be something that you're really known for in the organization could give you access to 
meeting people you'd like to work with or want Sorry, to. Sorry, could you explain what that is? The side of te- desk. Um, so side of desk is um, something you do kind of when you have free time, if your project's not too busy okay. or maybe half an hour a week, up to two hours a week, I would say. If it's more than that, that's kind of a project. You need to sort that out because it's hard to manage two basically projects at the same time. But it helps you with your end of year performance reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll ask, you'll, you'll have to put what you've done outside of your projects. So if you've not done anything, you're not likely to get a bonus. You're not likely to be promoted. Mm-hmm. And you're also not likely to understand anything from what you're from your area of the firm or the firm as a whole outside just the one project you've been working on that year or maybe two of you if you switch projects mm. um but for me i've done recently like a few months ago started um doing some side of desk work with the retail community within the firm so that's oh, cool. really helped me um bring my interests outside of work which is fashion into work so i wrote an article about um, a fashion pop-up I went to, and I've built connections with people within the retail community, and I'm supporting with the ongoing um, kind of focus for that within the firm. So it's been interesting. Thank you. Yeah, it's been really fun doing that as well. And I'll be writing another article in the next few months. So I'm looking forward to that because I've I've always loved writing, to be honest. And even with your day-to-day projects, you don't really get to use the skills that you necessarily like. It may be completely different to what you did at uni or what you did during school. So it's nice to be able to do something that feels familiar and you can get creative with as well. That is really good. Like it's so nice to be able to like what you actually enjoy doing in your personal time to kind of bring that into work, especially the point on fashion and retail. Like that's so nice you're able to kind of bring that, bring those expertise and interest into work. I think that's really good. Exactly. I love that like mary said i really love how you've integrated or you found a way to integrate your passions into your work i think that's just such an amazing thing to do to keep you motivated because sometimes you can get to a stage where you're doing things because you have to not necessarily because you want to that part so (laughs) yeah i love that love that for you (laughs) yeah it's amazing um yeah so just following on kind of from like what you've kind of been doing at work so what is your day-to-day like like and how are you finding I think we mentioned about time management but how are you finding the balance of studying and working because I can only imagine it's not easy it's not easy (laughs) it's it's not easy at all it's tough (laughs) literally every every time the six weeks comes around I'm thinking do I even want to be here do I want to be in this company do I want to do this program because just knowing that, that I'll have to balance the uni assignments with client work when mm. I come back from that week, it's it's tough. Um, mm. So it's it's actually yeah. I don't really know what else to say. It's just been it's been tough, but yeah. Um, there is support available um, if you need extra time or if you just nice. need to speak to people on the uni side, even outside of that week that you have your module. Um, yeah so there is there is something um, I mean yeah I think it's great that you have the support like it yeah it would suck if you didn't have support but like in the aspect of like how much time you dedicate to your degree and how much time you dedicate to working like is that set are you in control of that is the degree no. apprenticeship in control of that like how often are you at uni yeah 
So it's 20% of your time towards uni modules. So that's that one week, every six weeks, and also study days that you would need to take out for, to support with your assignments. But those study days end up being like three days and a half a year. And we get, we have an assignment every six weeks. So three days is not enough to supplement um, time to do the assignment. So it's evenings, it's weekends. Wow. Um, yeah, trying to do some during lunch if you can, to so you don't have to do it in during your weekend. Um, so that aspect of it is not desirable at all. And if I knew about it properly before mm-hmm. I signed up, I probably would have just went to uni and did wow. a part-time job because at least I know what I'm signing up for. That I'm deciding so to true. work on the side versus thinking it's like the 20% ends up being 40%, but then that 40% spills into your into your life, not wow. the the work side. Yeah. So you would say like that balance between personal life and work life, that line is kind of blurred. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I guess I think like this is why we kind of have these kind of podcasts so people know. So yeah, thanks for being honest and sharing that. Yeah. That kind of, say, yeah. Thanks for the thanks for the like what's just being real about it. Cause I think yeah. sometimes it can be hard to just be like, oh actually this is actually how it is. Um, exactly. And you don't know until you ask, really, of someone who's actually going through it. Um, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I think like, you kind of answered this next question, but it was basically like, would you kind of say, would you kind of say like this route that you chose to get into tech is a good one? Would you recommend it or would you just be like, no, I'll go to uni or do a boot camp? <laughs> Ooh, um, it depends on what your desires and goals are and okay. where you are in your life. For me, going back almost, yeah, four, four, no, three years ago now, um, Mm -hmm. would I have made this route again? I would say no. Wow. Just because um, the social aspect, which I didn't actually really touch on, I said it's nice meeting people, Mm -hmm. but those meetups are basically usually around events. So the events are nice, Mm -hmm. but there's not an event every day. the community aspects is quite different to what I think a uni sort of community-based group would be like where everyone's your age, um, everyone has the particular interest to you. So for example, the ACS, um, that's very, a big part of unis and especially unis in London, the ACS community is is a good I've heard. Um, So yeah, there are like black groups at um, many firms, but it's just not the same because not everyone's young and going through the same kind of growing pains mm. as you. So it's difficult to be able to confide in people that won't necessarily get what you're going through. Um, yeah. And you can't dump everything onto everyone that's the same age as you because you want you want to have fun as well. Um, yeah. So, oh. it, yeah, the social side is definitely a con, I would say. Um the, the pro obviously is having steady income that rises generally every year mm. um, and be able to use that money as you wish, basically. That's that's literally the pro, but uni, the uni aspect would pro, prolong that process from happening anyway. Like it's still going to happen, just yeah. not immediately. Yeah. So I think it's just a way to, it's just a way for immediate gratification, I would say. 
um, uh, with with a free degree. So that's definitely another pro, yeah, um, as well. But for me, that that isn't a pro because of the work life balance, <laughs> and because I was never going to study um, computer science or uh, it's called digital and technology technology solutions, um, right. which is an integrated degree. So okay. it's basically computer science, business, a bit of design. It's a variety of things, but it's mm-hmm. tech-based as it's okay. a tech program. Yeah. But I was, wasn't going to apply for anything of the sort, as I mentioned. Social sciences, sociology, econ, politics, that's got nothing to do with um, <laughs> nothing yeah. to do with tech specifically. Maybe the implications yeah. of it on society, which I'd yeah. love to do as part of the degree, but that doesn't touch on it. We don't mm-hmm. touch on that at all. Um, mm-hmm. But for people that are studying con- co- computer science at A-levels or they did it at GCSE and they loved it, I think this would be perfect for them. But yeah, I'm definitely, I'm I'm happy that I've I've made the choice though because I wouldn't have known and be able to help other people kind of yeah. decide as well. Yeah. Um, I've discussed my journey a little bit on social media at times and people have asked me for help. And one of the people in the year below me, actually, I spoke to her um about apprenticeships and told her where I was working and she ended up applying and now she's working with me as well and she's another black woman in STEM so it's great to know that that, um (laughs) that I'm helping other people as well in that aspect too that's Um, amazing yeah that's amazing I think it's so interesting hearing your perspective because obviously myself and Natalie went to uni and we've actually had discussions about this thinking oh maybe I should have done a degree (laughs) apprenticeship like I I have to pay this long student loan and all these things but you know you don't actually realize just the amount of work that you guys have to put in because you've got working and you've got studying at the same time and it's actually different you don't actually know until you're actually in the role so it's really interesting like it's made me kind of reflect hmm maybe I'm glad I went to uni (laughs) literally (laughs) like all the time we'd be like oh like we wouldn't be in this position but like I never thought of it from the like perspective of the community that we formed during our uni experience and the people that were going through the same journey as us same age so like um, like kind of the aspect of relatability if you prioritize that and you need that then I get that you would need to go to uni and a degree of friendship might not be for you and I never thought about that I really just thought about the financial aspect yeah and same. I'm making money I'm getting a degree you know no no debt when I come out but like I'm you've opened my eyes to a new perspective like there's so much more to it I yeah think. yeah so much more well, great. Well, thanks so much for tuning into our episode today, everyone. And thank you so much, Venus, for sharing your experience about your degree apprenticeship. It's definitely opened our eyes yeah. um, to the world of, you know, university versus degree apprenticeship. So it's been lovely having you on our episode today. So, yeah, see you next time on The Tech Table.